It's time for use of one security. Ibrahim is here. Great to have you on board. In this week's episode, I'll have a look at a tool that I use from time to time. But first, we will start with few top of mind security news. It's all coming up next on use of one security. This is use of one security episode 26, recorded Saturday, 31st of July, 2021. Cyberchef. It appears malware authors are using uncommon programming language, and I will put uncommon because that's a sort of a um, not really a perfect way of describing it. But I'm actually just really um, reading what the um, outlets out there. Are, um, are saying. So according to researchers at Blackberry, um, malware creators are increasingly using um, language that might have actually been not that common. Um, and, and this is to improve the development process and to evade, um, and I think I'll put the emphasis here, evade detection and slow down analysis. And in particular, instances of malware written in the language such as Go, Rust, Neem, um, Dlang um, are becoming more and more common. Now, of course, a lot of people reacted to this and, um, you know, stating that Go might not be that uncommon, um, but obviously reverse analysis um, tools and debuggers are only now starting to support it well, um, and that's Go. Um, and, and I think this will give attackers an advantage, of course, and this is also not new. Um, the language such as Go has been reported as an up-and-coming malware, and I have seen this before, of course, um, previously, um, in the past few years, um, because it, it, it supports um, concurrency, um, but also um, network client and servers. Now, the not only uh, you know Go might, um, as well as Rust, um, which is also another language, and binaries... Uh, would be better for evading signature detection, but they could also run more steadily um, than PowerShell. And, and of course, PowerShell post-exploitation tools are easy to, to write, um, but also easy to log and reverse engineer. So the more attackers shift from PowerShell um, to compiled code, uh, the more difficult it will be to, to track, um, of course. The, um, the U.S. National Institute of Standards um, and Security, NIST, um, National Cybersecurity Center of Excellence, and that is abbreviated, it's a mouthful, um, NCCOE, has released 18 tech companies to demonstrate zero-trust architecture. And I will include, of course, as always, um, the link pertaining to that. And, and this project is, is intended to, to demonstrate several approaches to a zero-trust architecture. Um, and I have touched on zero-trust, so you might want to listen to a previous episode here as well. And this is designed and deployed according to the concept of um, and the tenets um, documented by 
um, by the NIST um, special publication, um, and that is 800-207, Zero Trust Architecture. Now, the example in, in implementation will integrate commercial as well as open source product um, that leverages cybersecurity standard and recommendation practices by NIST. And, and NIST is in the process of, of, of drafting a zero, um, zero Trust Architecture guidance. Uh, for federal agencies, of course. Now, zero trust being specifically mentioned in um, in the um, current president uh, Biden um, executive order has has actually um, started um, um, you know ruffled some feathers that already have um, with high level of hype around the term. Um, now, to achieve zero trust, you basically have to implement. All of the um, the you know CIS critical security control. You can determine, of course, what to do, um, what to trust, um, let alone enforce trust decision. But but you know this this technology is is doable. Um, and if you don't have reliable feasibility network access control configuration management, of course privilege application control etc. Then then it becomes really almost unachievable. But I think if you are Taking your due diligence approach, um, it, it is it is um, um, a um, framework, a concept. It's not it's not a product, of course. Uh, zero trust. It, it it will absolutely pay dividend. Um, a key indicator of this is obviously most of the eighteen security vendors participate in the NIST project are well-known vendors um, who, you know, two years ago um, sold the same product but didn't have zero trust in their marketing campaign. Some of them obviously doing much better than others. Um, and, of course, the more the product can natively integrate um, um, the better um, because you really don't want to knit um, a lot of dispersed, disjointed, multi-vendor product because it doesn't really pay um, dividend um, um, as opposed to a... A, a framework that is actually from the same organization and and I take it of course the argument against that will be I don't want to put everything in my um, all my um, eggs in one basket um, but unfortunately the market dictates that there will be competition and therefore um, na- you know sort of a inverted common native like integration between different vendors I think it's it's, 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 ch- it's you chasing a, a um, a um, you know an un- unachievable target um, you know for some reason for some organization it works well in between them um, even though they are vendors but others don't um, and I think that's just a fact of um, the reality that we are living today. Newest version of Firefox does not support FTP. Um, of course, um, Mozilla has released Firefox 90 recently, and the new version of the browser does not support the file transfer protocol, um, better known as FTP. Um, and in a blog post, Mozilla says the decision to remove support for FTP was made because of security issues of particular concern. Um, which is obviously that is the fact that the uh, protocol transfer data in clear text, and I think that's that's just a um, giver um, in today's um, threat landscape. That's just not going to happen. Um, you using in clear text and expecting security. That's just a misnomer. So FTP was disabled, by the way, by default in Firefox 88, um, and now with the release of 90, that is actually um, removed. Um, completely. So, um, and of course, of, of FTP was deprecated in Chrome at the beginning of 2020, and has been disabled by default since um, Firefox 88, as I said, 
um, which was released in April 2020. So if you have FTP server, you should really be replacing them with secure alternatives. Um, you know, either shared drives, and these could be Box, Google Drive, OneDrive, um, um, Dropbox, etc., or services built in, such as um, you know the SFTP or FTPS. So that is you know the S stands for secure in both SFTP and FTPS. Um, and of course, those drives um, that I've just mentioned earlier use HTTPS, um, which is the secure um, hypertext um, transfer protocol. Um, so when implementing a file transfer service, be sure to keep it up to date, secure and replace it before support is dropped, as always. is CyberChef. CyberChef is one of the more exciting tools to be, to be released to the public domain and it helps for decoding an enormous range of um, data format. I'm, I'm really in love with it. The tool was um, open sourced by the UK GCHQ and it describes itself um, on its public um, GitHub page which I will provide. So CyberChef, um, quote, is a simple, intuitive uh, web app for carrying out all manners of cyber operation within a web browser. This operation includes single encoding like XOR or Base64 or maybe more complex encryption like AES, DES, Blowfish, creating binaries and a hex stamp, um, you know, compression and decompression of data, calculating hash and checksums, and it works both, um, of course, IB version 6. Um, it works on X, um, um, it um, works on X509 passing, so that's the certification, changing character encoding, and much more. Um, continuing, the tool is designed to enable both technical and non-technical analysts to, to manipulate data in complex way without having to deal with complex tools or algorithm. And quote. Uh, two features should be that you should be aware of um, with the um, with the tool. Um, it's the capability to run a local instance of the web app. Um, that's the online version of the tool, um, which is really for demo purposes. And the new, um, you know, um, magic decoder, um, which attempts to, um, um, you know, help with correct recipe for decoding input, and even through multiple um, iteration of different encoding schemes, like um, um, the ones that you normally find with a lot of uh, malicious script. Um, the the magic option um, can be useful first step when trying to understand highly obfuscated um, um, codes within within PowerShell, for example. So really, um, um, CyberChef is an excellent tool um, for some of the most advanced and um, obviously mind blowing obfuscation that you can see. Um, and I'm really talking to um, um, anyone who's dealing with deobfuscating or making a what is being made unreadable readable. Um, you know, security analyst, um, SOC, 
team, um, people who do forensics, um, etc. Um, you know, including, of course, um, reverse engineers, and and um, who who might need to um, to code um, a, a a decryptor. Um, so, um, so the project is a great example of open source um, decoding a script, um, and there are links of presentations that are actually um, that are actually helping um, people understand um, a lot, um, a lot more. Um, it, it's as I said, it's free, open source. Um, you can instantly access it by going to um, the URL that I will. Um, um, Describe, but there is one that is actually https colon slash slash gchq.github.io forward slash cyberchef. Um, it can also be cloned um, on GitHub, so it can be used without connecting to the internet, um, of course. And, and you know, the way it works and examples, you can easily find tons of um, details on YouTube. So it contains a large um, number of encryption decryption tools um, which can be combined into one recipe and, and, and that's the that's the vocabulary used because uh, you know the word chef is in there so um, recipe um, for more complex encryption along with this um, decryption tools. Um, and I've already mentioned the um, you know the, the, the algorithms such as AES, DES, Blowfish, um, Triple DES, Etc. Um, it can generate and and, and also analyze um, hashes. Um, what is a hash? Well, a hash is a one-way um, 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 encryption um, function that you actually use to make things, um, um, you know, DNA-like um, specific. Um, for a file, for example, useful, of course, um, for um, storing um, user password or web application. And CyberChef offers a range of hashing algorithms to generate and analyze um, hashes. Um, it's useful to see which ones are easier um, to to crack. For example, if you're looking for something to crack, MD5, for example, really. Um, um, it's also used um, as a testing tool, um, widely used for fields such as penetration testing and forensics. Um, it's also useful for the overall strengthening of um, web application. Um, offers a way to really test um, which hashing algorithm or encryption method will be will be useful for, as I said earlier, on um, on 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 a, on a given scenario. Now. There might be other functionalities such as um, logical network operation, translate data from characters encoding, um, you know, running multiple operation on text input, um, convert between different file format, compression, extraction, etc. Um, or maybe just tidying up um, CSS, um, JavaScript, parsers, HTML tags, etc. So really, the it's a great tool um, 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 to to summarize for web app for encryption, encoding, and compression analysis, and it's a excellent for identifying and also um, decoding um, a wide range of of obfuscation and um, good to actually um, um, way to make use of it is use the magic mode for automated um, encoding. Um, um, detection and and really that is a that's a that's a great um, way to advance and accelerate um, and maybe automate um, deobfuscation of files um, that might be that might be actually um, hiding some commands or connections um, nefarious um, and you will see that tons 
um, of times and instead of really resorting to complex algorithm um, why not use something that is actually been um, well uh, publicized tested and, and and that's the job um, so i hope you make use of that i wanted to make it uh, short and sweet for something that actually um, attracted my attention many years ago and i'm still using it so um, hopefully you will make use of it as well all right thank you very much for joining me and i'll see you on the next episode take care